0: Hello and welcome to DealCast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by MergerMarket and and c Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham. I'm a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. In this episode, we're looking at some of the big trends in healthcare M&A, following on from a major healthcare conference in the US. Joining me is Rebecca Wenzel, who's a senior reporter for MergerMarket. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks very much for joining me today. Hi, thank you, Juliana, for having me. So, you went to the JP Morgan Healthcare Conference recently. What was the sentiment at that event for expectations for this year?
1: Yeah, it was a great conference, lots of energy and excitement around the year, especially after not having the conference for a couple years. Um, I think the sentiment is that we can expect this to be a big year for M&A, for um, pharmaceutical and medical device companies. Um, they are sitting on piles of cash um, that they're ready to deploy, though um, one of the differences I think we'll see is they're going to be more selective about their roster of assets, and assets will be met with more Due diligence, um, but we're definitely going to see deals. Um, primarily, bolt-on deals should headline um, what we see in the market. Um, and by bolt-on, I mean um, you know forty billion or less in enterprise value for biopharma, and then enterprise value of ten billion or less. Um, for medical device size deals. Um, additionally, I think we're gonna see a lot of healthcare information technology or um, healthcare IT as it's called uh, deals. We've cons- we'll have continue to see a-, a wave of deals flowing there, um, though the valuations have drastically reset. So in the high flyer days of 2021, 20- we were seeing deals you know, in the 30X to 35X annual recurring revenue, those have definitely fallen away. And now they're resetting around 10 times future revenue for healthcare IT and software as a service players. So I think it's going to be an exciting year for companies that are out there looking for M&A. Um, I had the pleasure of speaking um, along with my colleague to many companies there about what their M&A plans are. Um, and so some of the headlines for that in, in companies that are going to be active this year um, like in the biomedical device, um, Bausch & Loam has said that they're seeking acquisitions of under $100 million, And Medtronic has said that they're going to likely spend over $2 billion on acquisitions this year. Um, in healthcare IT, Simpler um, is actively consolidating the market. And they've said that they have a deep pipeline of M&A targets that they're reviewing. And Zealous Healthcare um, has also been fielding strategic interest as it is building buys. Um, Additionally, we're going to see lots of consolidation in the private practice management space. Um, Companies like Apollo Medical um, may look at transformational acquisitions. And then a company such as Surgery Partners, they have at least 200 million that they're looking to deploy this year for their M&A strategy. So a lot of companies out there, lots of activity, and it'll be exciting to see uh, what deals close this year. Great. Thank you.
0: And looking slightly away from M&A, how are companies viewing plans for a
1: public debut? And do you have any names in the frame? Sure. So I think that we're going to see companies think about M&A more than IPOs, um, as the markets have not rebounded as quickly as as we would like. Um, Some companies that maybe had planned to IPO maybe are now looking at selling instead, as opposed to their original IPO plans. Though there are some companies that we were able to interview that are looking more towards the 2024 timeframe for IPO, if they can withstand the market. So some of the companies that maybe will look to IPO in that longer term timeframe include um, Color Health, Candela Medical, Hinge Health, Eversana, and Quantum Health. Great. Thank you. And looking
0: at biopharma, can you tell me what's driving biopharma deal flow,
1: please? Sure. So there's kind of this thing happening called a patent cliff with these larger biopharma companies. They have a lack of R&D and they have $200 billion worth of patents expiring, and they don't have enough in their own R&D pipelines to... um, make up for that deficit. So they have to execute on M&A. So that's one of the reasons that we're going to see a deal flow um, in this sector. Great. Thank you. And what about
0: the reasons that deals are failing to get done? Could you run through one of the main reasons, please?
1: Yes. So the major reason for deals not finishing are the lending and debt markets. They are a pretty staggering hurdle to surpass and continue to be the number one factor in deals not closing. There have been a few recent deals such as Dentive, but many are not able to secure financing amid the capital markets.
0: Great. And, and I guess kind of linked to that, what shifts are you seeing in the market now compared to the M&A flurry in 2021? Because that was a a bumper year for M&A more generally. How has it changed?
1: So the biggest change is the type of assets that are able to transact in this type of market. So it's no longer about the quantity of assets to acquire, but more the quality of assets. So you're definitely still seeing strong assets with growth and profitability are able to transact. But it's those tier two and tier three assets that are not performing as well. Those are the ones that are not able to secure buyers. So a stark contrast um, is the post-COVID days when underperforming healthcare IT companies were able to sell for 8 to 10 times EBITDA, but now bankers are saying that they can't even give these companies away.
0: So you mentioned biopharma earlier, but
1: what are the other hot sectors we can expect to see deals in this year? So hot sectors include computational bio, which are ones that utilize artificial intelligence and machine learning. And we're also going to see a lot of deal flow in the gene therapy space. Oncology continues to be a hot sector for those offering early cancer detection. Um, other areas include autoimmune and respiratory are also now seeing new interest from private equity as these players are reaching later stage trial phases. Um, additionally, you know, we mentioned healthcare IT. That going to definitely um, continue. And also the post-acute care market will also see a surge of deals as we have 10,000 adults turning 65 every day. So there's a, a huge market opportunity there.
0: And so what are you hearing from deal makers? What are they advising their clients to do given the market headwinds? And linked to that, what do companies need to do in order to, to secure a successful exit in this sector?
1: Sure. So bankers are prepping their companies to be ready for an IPO in the next 12 to 24 months. So make sure they have all their ducks in a row and all their financials in place. So when those markets do open up, they're ready to execute on that strategy immediately. Um, Additionally, they're advising clients to slow their cash burn rates to weather the storm and hold off on raising capital until 2024 if you can manage. Additionally, if you are a buyer, it's a great time to be in the market and bankers are advising these clients um, that they can find some great deals for companies. They can secure strong assets at an an attractive price. There are fewer buyers to compete with and so um, it's just a great time to look for attractive assets. Additionally, companies looking to try to secure a successful exit, bankers are telling these companies that there's really four things they need to have lined up in order for that to happen. Um, Those four being they need to be able to address a large unmet market need. They need to be seen as the market leader among their competitors. They need to have their technology or drug de-risked as much as possible to entice a buyer and they need to have strong IP and patents um, buttoned up and have them be exclusive um, in order to give those buyers an edge on their competitors. Great. Thank you, Rebecca
0: was Rebecca Wenzel, who's a senior reporter for Merger Market. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of DealCast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or look out for your Merger Market news alert. For more information, have a look at our show notes. Join us next week for another episode.